five things off the wall. That's us, man, 24-7. You should expect the unexpected, I mean. Make it known that this is all about being 100% authentic. We are live now. So with that being said, let's jump right in. For sure. So we have a special guest coming in. Oh, no, no, <laughs> not him. I'm pretty sure he's one of the people. Oh, so we got, so, oh. So we got it. So we got it. So we got a special guest coming in. Look, man, they just let anybody into this place. I know, man. I know. I know. But I think it's necessary to have this guest come in um, so that they can actually give their opinion, because this is one of the uh, opinions that was Hold interesting on. to me as he, he connects his audio. He can't, he can't hear us. You good now? Are you good now? Can you hear us? Good now. Hey. So I want to introduce the audience to my brother, Jamal Breland. Grew up with this man. Chill, yo. Chill, yo. Chill, yo. Chill, yo. We're not going to do that. What? We just we're not doing him by his full government. We're not going. We're not going to call him by his name that we all know him as. Mr. Breland. Yeah, yeah, we are. But I'm just saying, everybody's not going to. Everybody's not going to know him as that. So before we start calling him, they need to get to know <laughs> him as that. About, about what we affectionately call him by, they need to get to know him as that. We need. We need to introduce him formally, man. You know, we got to. We got to be professional. You know what I'm saying? Send this ain't So, um, Mumu, go ahead and introduce yourself real quick, brother. Okay. You just slide it in there, right? Hey. All right, Mumu, go ahead. Right. <laughs> yeah, so I'm Mumu. No, um, <laughs> no, Jamal, Jamal. Um, everybody or a lot of people know me as Mumu. Um, repping uh, Soundview, the Soundview <laughs> of the Bronx. <laughs> Whatever have you, I'm from Soundview. <laughs> but I, but I, cur I currently reside in Texas. So I'm, up, man. I'm I'm displaced right now. <laughs> so look, so I wanted to bring you on, man, because you know, obviously, you know, for those who don't know, you know, I've this is like my brother from another mother, man. I've known this man for pretty much three quarters of my life. Um, grew up together in Soundview, seen a lot, did a lot. So my my brother is one of the people who actually felt some type of way about the bando establishment. And I would. I wanted him to come on because I wanted y'all to hear his perspective on why he feels the way he feels. Keep in mind, we grew up in the same neighborhood, seeing the same things, but it's two totally different perspectives. So laying, so setting the table, Mumu, why do you feel the way you feel? Well, tell the audience how you feel about this establishment and the pictures that I sent you the other day. Um. I feel that it set. I feel that it set us back, right? Mm -hmm. um, I think we have a, we the issue that we have as um, as a as a people uh, is that we we're trying to preserve the culture how we think the culture should be preserved, right? If you if you look back to you know actually where we came from, you know mm -hmm. we weren't. You know, uh, we didn't, we didn't, we didn't, uh, we didn't start out this way, right? Mm -hmm. We didn't start out with the, you know, being loud and boisterous and the long fingernails and the, you know, and 
you know, thinking that that's what the culture is. And that, that really isn't the culture. Um, that is, uh, I think, a subculture of who we are. And what establishments like that do is they help to further the stereotype, not only from people of other races, um, but, um, you know, our own people, mm -hmm. right? Because I'm right. sure there are times where you may have um, saw somebody walking down the street and you're like, you know what? I'm going to stay away from that person, right? Because maybe because of their parents, like, you know, they're sagging their pants all the way down or, you know, whatever the case may be, right? Um, it's a, it's about representation. I understand the what they're trying to do um, or what I believe they're trying to do. Um, however, I think I think that it, it doesn't do us a service um, as, as a people. Now, if the, if, the, if the restaurant is just about the theme of that particular movie mm -hmm. um, or the theme of an era, um, I got it. Uh, but it's a it's a it's a mixture of a lot of different things. And it seems like um, the the um, the message that they're trying to convey is that this is our culture. And I don't I don't I personally don't feel like that's a good uh, a message. So you said something interesting, Mumu. Um, you said if the theme of the restaurant is a, of a protect a particular era, it could be argued. I'm gonna play advocate right here. I'm gonna play devil's advocate for a second. It could be argued that the crack era is a significant era to everybody who was 80s babies all the way up to late 90s. The crack era was very, very, very significant to our existence. So majority of the business creators now, younger or right around our age, this is what they're doing. And it's new. It's, it's kind of like I'm, I'm, I'm inviting you into my past, into my history. Now, I, I said earlier before you got on it, you know, I definitely do believe there is a bit of um, corporate consumption of black, black pain, black trauma in this space. I, I do believe that. But it could be argued that this place is a nod to the crack era. You know what I mean? And and it's not a a prideful era, but it is a significant one nonetheless. I, I, and I I get that. I don't know if significant um, is a is a word that I would use because significant um, in this context almost sounds. And I'm not trying to you know put words in your mouth and I'm not really trying to parse words, but it almost seems like it is something to be glorified. When you say it's this significant, you know, when I say, you know, it's a significant error, I think, or when you say significant error, I think something to aspire to something that was great. Right. You're, equa um, you're, you're equating, like, you're, you're equating significance with good. Right. And, 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 I, and, and I think, and, and I know you don't mean it in that, in that, or I don't believe you mean it in that, in that manner, but it just seems like, you know, that's something that we want to, put on display something that we want to put on you know that we want to showcase no i agree i agree 100 in that regard but i think what you're saying is exactly what we mentioned a bit earlier how we perceive that you know based off of your experiences how you perceive that and you right. can only see the negative in that space you know right. because of your 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 um frame of reference for me like i told them i never saw that growing up so 
what I saw was like the Wheaties boxes, the Sega Genesis, you know what I'm saying? The the, the all-star cups that I remember them cups from McDonald's. You know uh, what I mean? I remember. Yeah. I remember all of that stuff. So I could see, I, I focused in on the positives. Yeah. I knew what the overall theme was supposed to do, supposed to be, but I could focus on the positives because of my frame of reference. So for you, your frame of reference, the negative jumped out way more than the rest of that stuff. And I think that speaks to what we were mentioning earlier. It doesn't matter what their intention is. It's the person who looks at it and how they feel about it. And I yeah, what, what, what lens are you looking at it? From? Correct. That's, right. that's, that's what, that's what makes it significant or not. And I, that, and I, like I said, I understand the logic of, you know, people feeling like it's setting the culture back or it's not doing anything positive. I definitely understand that because that's the lens you look at it from, because you got to realize people were in that environment and it is a trigger point for them. I don't so, want to celebrate. Yeah. I don't want to celebrate that. I have a question. It's very, it's a, it's a stretch, very stretchy, <laughs> very stretchy. So, why? I mean, I understand the culture, right? But why are we assuming that that's really? I mean, I, I, I know it's black owned, right, Devin? But why I, do we? I, why? I'm, I'm assuming whole. I'm assuming so, and it's in the hood, right? So why are we assuming that it's only black though? Like why why do we assume that it's only our culture? Like we know I mean we know the the whole thing was back in the day, it wasn't just black people on welfare, right? They said right. more white people were on welfare than us. Correct. Right? So they, correct. you know, they could have grown up in that in those same kind of things. So to say that it's all about our culture, you're making it about our culture. No one said that it has to directly depict black people or our culture. Hey. It could be about other cultures as well. I mean, other white people grow up like that. This is true. Um, right. And I, I agree, agree with you. I, and you're right. Because the other thing that I meant that, that I failed to mention was that it wasn't just us going in there to, to get the chicken and, and the food and experience what they were seeing. There was some white people in there as well. Um, but I think that based on the stuff that was in there that equated and leaned more towards us as black people as opposed to any other nationality because of what was in because of what was in there right yeah i'm a hold on real quick Mumu, because yeah. i just pulled it up it is at least one of the brothers is black um richard burke the third he's one of the owners um, I wasn't able to find a picture of the other owner, um, Terrence J. Bradshaw, right? However, this article does talk about how they have a community service focus, right? Like this was created out of necessity. Uh, something here about them wanting to open up a um, a school and they had a GoFundMe and it really wasn't working. It wasn't generating um, the money that they wanted. It says the bando has a calling other than serving wings. Burke and Bradshaw met in 2017 while pursuing their dreams as educators. Burke, a Detroit native, moved to Atlanta in 2014, and Bradshaw had been working to mentor at-risk youth. While working at Kip Visions Academy, they came together to form Building Better Brothers. Building Better 
Better Brothers, their mentorship program started out as talking to boys to get taking boys to get pizza to talk. Then it turned into an opportunity to be role models for them in the community. Um, it's so it, it and it continues on basically saying like it, this was the bando came about as a result of them needing to fund, I believe, and grow their mentorship. So, so I understand. I it understand. Was a means, it was a means to a to another thing. This article now again. This article was written from a specific viewpoint to to speak to the positives, mm-hmm. but to Mumu's point, this is one hell of a way to get there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like you are literally. I don't know how if I'm doing a mentorship program. I don't know how referencing crack on the stove and 40s is really driving home the point of now if this would have had a whole hip-hop focus i get it uh, this ain't got just that mm. right and, and and i agree with uh you know uh what, what walt and what and what uh crystal was saying um it, it, it is about perspective right the lens that you look at it through and also like with crystal because i do it to, all, to people all the time you know um you know it, it might not just be you know black culture that is referencing right so you know i you know but at the same time you it is that that trigger that walt's talking about because something that devin and i, I know that devin and i talk about all the time and another one of our friends damar what we talk about all the time is that we are the statistic that right. should not have made it out of those conditions right. yeah so when i see that i don't associate that with oh you know it could have been white people which i know you know any race of people that are put in that particular situation you know, may, you know, have the same result, whether it's black, white, you know, Asian, it does, it does that is, you know, that is uh, irrelevant. I think the race of the person, but if they're put in that same situation that we were put in, then yes, I understand. So, um, but yeah, it is a frame, it, that frame of reference is the driving factor in how you receive the place and, and really anything in life. Because again, you know, you see a group of guys and you're walking down the street, you're like, I'm probably going to get jumped, right? Or, you know, robbed or or something like that. You know, just depend on where you're coming from, right? Yeah. Um, and so when I see that, I'm like, okay, Nintendo. And, the, and then I'm like, okay, well, there's bear cans on the floor. Wait a minute, right? Like, what era is that, what era is that referencing? I can, I, can, I can pull out the Nintendo. You know, I can pull out, you know, the posters on the wall. But then when you start seeing, like, the bear cans, you know, then it's like, okay, so what are In we really 40s. doing here? What are yeah. we really saying? Who are we really referencing? So it is a it is a trigger, and 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 that you know that perspective comes into play, like what was talking about. That makes me to makes me think about exactly what Chris was talking about. You're talking about me. You're talking about my culture, right? Um, so that that's that's where my frame of reference comes from. And here, here's a here's a uh, another clip from that article. Without money, their dreams of building a school will be significantly set back. That's when they started to notice a pattern. There were restaurants profiting off their community, but never putting money back into the neighborhood. They didn't intend to get into the restaurant industry, but they wanted to make something. Something in the hood, by the hood, for the hood. They feel like the bando was created to um, help reach their goals and give back to the community. So I guess from their lens, a Detroit and an Atlanta native, their lens is you all know what this is you're familiar with this environment come support 
in a place that you're comfortable and we're going to put back into the hood and make it better for everybody. I don't agree with that rationale. I don't. I don't agree with that rationale. I feel like this is a stretch. I think you could have done the same thing with the exact same decor. Take out the beer cans, take out the 40 bottles, leave out Mm -hmm. the baking soda. Everything else to me could have been kept. You could have kept it like a little uh, a dirty project building if that was the look you wanted to go for. You could have kept it like that. But I feel like leave out some of the other negative imagery just because then it becomes the profiting off of pain. And then it becomes, it's a trigger for some folks. So let me ask you this real quick, because you're right. I, I, I totally agree and get everything you're saying, but let me ask you, if you leave out the beer cans, if you leave out everything else associated with that, mm-hmm. are you truly being authentic to what it is you're trying to capture? And maybe that's a question. And maybe that's a question that you know they was asking themselves, which is why they put that stuff in there. Because the truth is, that stuff is that stuff is a part of the hood, just like how everything else was within that space. I mean, with homie coming from Detroit. I say you could do it though. He, he made that may be him. Okay. So but I him. say but I say you could do it just because it's kind of one of them things like don't air my dirty laundry out in public. What mm. goes on in this house stays in this house. You know what I'm saying? I feel like not everybody needs to see that part of life because that part is not like Mumu said, it's not, it doesn't need to be a celebration. Yeah, I don't mm. think I don't think that is I don't think that's germane to, you know, the 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 purpose of the restaurant, right? And right. then it's called the bando. So it's not like it's not like you're really saying, hey, you know, come with us into this cultural experience that is of Indian Americans or <laughs> you know but, or, but that but that's but that's what I'm saying, Mumu, like you with, with the name. We know what the bando is. We exactly. Know what it's supposed to be. And exactly to my point to my point of not you know cleansing the right. other stuff out of there you know what right. I'm saying? i don't know man I, it's called it's yeah. called the bando like you already know what to expect when you end something like that but i feel like you could i feel like you could have they could have definitely spun it a bit further along to push their agenda um of building the community you can call it the bando but come up with an acronym for bando or as you're Bando leaving, is the acronym. <laughs> right? But I'm saying, but I mean, abandoned building, you know, abandoned building, abandoned house. No, abandoned but I mean, house. but I mean, yeah. but I mean, find a way to spin it to fit your now positive narrative, your right. positive intent, or maybe the checkout counter is maybe a transition room into whatever the next life is. You know what I'm saying? Or the the next yep. positive life, like that, a step yeah. up. So, like, imagine yeah, if, good. imagine yeah. if, like, the bando was in the basement. But in order to check out, you got to go upstairs. And as you go upstairs, the walls are lined with nothing but positive imagery. And then you go into the the cash register or that you exit the building in a room that is nothing but a celebration of all that is black excellence to speak to the growth and the development and the progress out of the space. I feel like you can push your narrative a little bit better now. I mean, I don't know what their money's like and I don't know what the, the situation is. But it it look it, it ends up being a thing where you're triggering. I mean, you're profiting off of black pain, and you're saying, "Well, they're doing it. Why can't we do it?" You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But we at least we, at least we giving back to. It's like to me, it kind of sounds like this is the dope boy saying, "Yeah, I know I sell dope in the hood, 
but at least I'm giving to the community center after with some of the money. But yeah, the kids is going to the community center. You serving their moms. Like that don't mm-hmm. make it much better. You know what right. I'm saying? And, and, mm-hmm. and to and to kind of just kind of tap on tap into what what, what Walter's saying. Um to, to be honest, I would never go there. Yeah. Just because, right? Um, I don't want to be a part of that. I don't want I understand the end, mm. but I don't, you know, I don't want to be a part of that because to me it seems like a celebration. If I ha- if I open a storefront or if I do anything that I like that, I'm bringing you into like you want to you want to discuss that you want to have that frame of reference. Do what we're doing right now. Have a podcast. Talk mm. about all the things that happened in that era, you know, and how we get better and all that. But to have that on display to me is like, nah, I'm, yeah, I'm out. Yeah, I'm, I'm out. Yeah, this was Shark Tank. I'll be out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll be out. And that's Crystal, good. What, what you got, Crystal? What you, yeah, what say you, Crystal? You've been quiet. I'm I'm still I'm still on the, you know, I I feel like it's it's a it's just it's it's something to like this them those guys probably came from that and maybe it was their way of like, you know, releasing whatever it is they had about their past. Right. You know, doing that. So I, you know. Even and just thinking about what Walt was saying, as far as like how it could it, how it could go into like they could have morphed into like going upstairs and you know positive things coming out of that. Um, does that still change the fact that you're entering into a bando? It still doesn't change the fact that it's trauma for some people. Right. So, I mean, yeah, you're ending in a positive note, but. I'm still looking at the trauma that I had before. Mm. I get it. I get it. And I mean, that's why you can't be mad at, at, at Mumu and, and anybody who feels the way he feels. I couldn't go there. You know what I mean? Like there's certain. Yeah. Things, yeah. 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 You know, it's a trigger for him and, and there, there's nothing wrong with that. That's perfectly fine and well. Yeah. Um, But I feel like on that same, in that same lane, we have to acknowledge that what they're doing is positive you know if if they're funneling that money back into a mentorship program and it's keeping kids out the bando and and the goal and the focus is to push the kids away from that life i can't be too mad at that now Mm -hmm. granted i wish they could have they could have come up with a better closing (laughs) you know what i mean like let's finish this thing off a little bit better but i mean they, they got a point man like Again, it's like the Doughboy says, like, I, yeah, I know I'm serving in the hood, but at least I'm giving out turkeys. I mean, Nino gave out turkeys. On right. Back. That's what I was going to say. Nino Brown was giving out those turkeys. You know what I'm saying? Nino gave out turkeys. So it's like, it's not like he completely turned his back on the hood. Did that make him any less of a monster? No, not really. Yeah. But yeah, that's a different conversation, though, because that's saying, all right, so, you know, I'm just going to accept the fact that he's giving out these turkeys, but he's killing like yeah. a third of my people in the hood. But that's but, what but, that's but, but that's I'm okay how, with that because I'm gonna get this good turkey. Yeah, but that's, how, that's what but, people do. But that's how Mumu feels right now. Like, yeah, I'm gonna get these good chicken wings, but you're literally celebrating a life that is killed. Mm-hmm. But he was countless. We don't know if he was the one killing people. Who Nino? <laughs> no, the guy that owns the bando. No, we. I'm not no, saying that. not no, him no, personally. No, 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 we're not saying that. Not him personally, but by creating this establishment that seems to celebrate such a negative point in yeah. in in our culture. So, 
so Crystal, um, and I'm, I'm, I, I promise, yeah, I can say hi because I saw the thing. No, I'm no, it's, it's a genuine question. So I mean, because you know, it, I, I think it's also about representation, right? Mm -hmm. So yeah. when you have these people going in there, is it? Do you feel like it's not a perpetuating a stereotype? Like people feel like, okay, you know, this is where we're from. This is what, this is how we need to behave. When I was in Atlanta, maybe the last time or the time before that, I don't know, Devin, if you remember, I told you, I was like, I went to this spot to get something to eat, but I felt like I couldn't relate to the people. Mm -hmm. I felt like they were somebody, you know, totally different people than, you know, I guess, I don't know. I, I, again, it, it, it could be the military me. It could. I was going to say. I was going to say. You got to put. You got to put that. To, you got to give some context because you've yeah. been around the world, literally. Yeah. So you done seen and, some things. Yeah, it, it could be. You know, but I felt like, and and I I, I felt bad. Why well, couldn't really you did. relate to them? Yeah, well, I was like, I, man, I can't relate to them. Like, I don't understand the the language, and okay. I don't understand why you know why they're behaving like this, and like what you know. So I'm like that too. To me, it's like, <laughs> but to me, it just seems like it, it's helping to perpetuate a stereotype. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's that's part of the reason why I wouldn't patronize that restaurant. That's the reason why, you know, I, don't, I wouldn't want to be around something like that because I don't I don't see that. Although I understand now the backstory um, now that Walt, you know, brought that to our attention, but it just doesn't seem like to me like something that I want to. Like I would want to patronize right. because it just seems like to me, I'm just perpetuating that because all I'm thinking about is watching the news every night and seeing what these kids are doing in Atlanta, what they're doing in the Bronx, right. what they're doing in, in, in Chicago and like, where are they getting this mentality from? Like, what is it, what is it doing? What are we doing to promote that? Promote right? that because right. It's coming from somewhere. Right, right, right. And I'm not saying it's necessarily coming from us, but the bando doesn't help. I think, I don't think it helps. So Devin, I talked about that, that, that same thing. Mumu. Um, we talked about, they got this way of thinking from our generation, right? Mm -hmm. We failed them by not educating them that this life is not a celebration. This life is a cautionary tale. These stories are cautionary. They're not celebrations. They're not meant for you to emulate. They're meant for you to learn from and do better by. But because we didn't, pro our generation didn't properly um, describe that to them. <laughs> well, I'm not going to say prioritize. We just didn't describe it. Right. And you could you could call a, a million reasons why, whether it was prison, whether it was the grave, you know, whether it was just we got it and then got out and never went back to reach a hand. Because, I mean, I, I, I've i talked to Deborah, but I've talked to other people. I always feel like the one major difference between this era, this era of this generation's street guys and our era and our generations of street guys. I remember the dudes who was on the corner served as de facto mentors to two sets of young guys the young guys who they knew were going to fall into the life they were in they mentored them basically on the way the game worked so you knew the rules you knew the street rules like they talk about in all the gangster movies there's a code those guys taught these younger guys who ended up being our generation the code you know how to operate it in the streets right and then they 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 served as kind of de facto uh kicked out and 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 dis disjointed from the rest of the family big brothers to all of us who they knew had a shot to make it out mm -hmm. you got a shot to make it out 
I don't want to see you out here doing none of this foolishness because they knew our situation. They understood that we had an opportunity and they pushed us and they allowed, or even if they didn't push, they just shielded us from so much of the foolishness. You know what I'm saying? Like we would have had to really actively work. I can remember like my block was like kind of like a safe haven from the rest of the foolishness. Cause it was nothing but old people on my block, me and my homeboys and all of us had our parents around and the street dudes made sure that we weren't bothered. We could kick it with them. We could kick it with them. We could hang out with them, but we could only go but so far into mm -hmm. that life. I don't want to see you out here doing this. I'm not going to ask you to run drugs. I'm not going to ask you to sell for me. I'm not going to ask you to do none of that stuff, right? You got a shot to get out of here. I want you to, because you could be better than me. And I feel like our generation, we had those types of guys. Not everybody have it, but I mean, I, I feel like I'm blessed in a weird kind of way to say I had older dope boys who, who cared enough to say like, look, I don't want to see you in this life. Get out of here. Like I see your mom and dad care about you. Get out of here. You know what I'm saying? Right. So we had that. The guys who ended up in the streets who, who were our age, once they got out that life, they never came back. They didn't teach those young boys. I got homeboys that moved far out the city and they don't go back so can so, i ask a question can i ask a question so just thinking about you know what we're the bando and what we're talking about and while mm -hmm. you're talking about on the you know the corner and all that and so does it change things i already know what y'all gonna say is it gonna is it change does it change things when you talk about someone who grew up um Maybe not grew up, but their their life was a stripper, right? And then you have shows like P Valley, oh, making money off of that life. I think it's uh again. I think it uh, I think it depends on why they ended in that life. Were you there out of necessity, or were you there because? You saw that as 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 an opportunity to make money legally using yourself doing whatever it is you knew how to do. I think it's a little bit of both. And it depends on the depends on the circumstance and the situation, obviously. Right. But I mean, they don't I, I guess I can't tie that to the bando, the life of a dope boy. Why? Only reason why only reason why I don't is just because I mean, if you decide to be an adult dancer, you you can do that legally morally you might be you know uh not not uh celebrated but legally you ain't got no problems but it can still cause the same kind of trauma considering that you didn't want to if you I, didn't, I, I actually know someone i mean if you didn't that is, you know like that was I their would, way of that was their way of life and so going to a strip club now is not something that you would want to do but let me ask so, you this you're speaking about to make the parallel. You're speaking about what what we would be considering the dope boy. I don't know that. I don't know that a dope boy would have. I couldn't argue with a dope boy. He said, "I'm not going to the bando because it takes me back to a dark place, and I don't want to. I don't want to go back." There. I'm speaking to the fact that we as we have strip clubs, mm -hmm. right? And we have strip clubs that are like what we see on, well, we have women who are in situations like what we see on P-Valley. 
right? You, on on those shows, you have the undercover mm-hmm. gangster, right? But then you have the woman who is about to get evicted, and she's doing it because she she ain't got no other choice. You got the girl who, um, you know, needs tuition for school, whatever, right? You have all these other reasons that you need it. You need to do it, right? So these are these things are happening that are happening in real life, right? Mm-hmm. You got somebody standing on the corner selling drugs because guess what? Their kids need shoes to go back to school. Mm-hmm. It's a life that you're putting yourself into. Mm. I mean, I I, I hear Some people. I'm not saying 100 percent of the people. No, I, right? I, I Just hear. Like we know 100 percent of the strippers are not people that do it because they have to. They do it because they enjoy it, right? And there are some drug dealers out there that do it because they just want fast money, not because they have to. I hear, I hear what you're saying, but I, I think, I, I think personally, and I mean, Mumu Dev, y'all could, y'all could chime in on this. I don't know that the parallel is equal. I think it's more of a thing of the bando is a trigger for, could be a trigger for an entire community where um, P Valley is only gonna trigger people who lived that life intimately. Like, I don't know that if there was a, a restaurant like a P Valley ish version of the bando that you could have a community of people who are triggered by its by its existence. But I think so, there's a lot so of it bl- matters because of the amount of people that are affected by it. No, I'm saying I don't know that I don't know that wholesale it has as much the strip club doesn't know, doesn't have as much of a negative community wholesale problem like the bandle does that's i just my my thoughts i don't know that's just my thoughts yeah. not well, saying well, individually individuals can't be triggered i'm just saying like the entire community mm. Momo, what say you um no i was just i was i wanted to go back to something that um that walt was saying um about um you know reaching back to the community i and and tell me if you remember this walt this this questions are Directed at Walt and Crystal. Oh God! Right? Tell me if you can remember. Tell me when was the first time, and I could I, I could be remembered wrongly, or incorrectly. But uh, tell me when was the first time you met a character named Sugar B. <laughs> Real name is Jason Morales. But when was the last, When was the first time? <laughs> can you recall? I just met him the other day for the first time. I never met him. Yeah, they okay. never. Yeah, they never met him. They never met him. Okay, not in person. So, no, I remember. Well, I, I'm sure. I'm sure Munch remembers. Um, I remember when we were in college. Mm-hmm. It was homecoming, mm-hmm. and Devin invited like half the block down. Not everybody came. Sugar B came. Um, what, what year was this? How did I? Mike, how did I miss this, that, Devin? That's was, what I want to know. Was that this, Mike came? I believe. Yeah. This was. This was. Um, this was freshman year because I, that, that's why because was I, because there I, shooting that year no it was, was. no yes no. nope that was but that was no that was next year the next year was a shooting because that's when they 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 detained books remember books and then performed during homecoming that so, was next year with the shooting so so yeah it was definitely freshman year because I didn't pledge yet okay and um yeah and it, and it came down and um. I I know what you're getting at, and it's, it's talking about. I know what you're getting at because it talks about kind of reaching back yeah. to the to the hood and and bringing people out to see something different. 
And that is something that that is something that Move One Eyes always talked about and, and always tried to do. But the problem is, is that when you're so um conditioned to where you are, right? Um it's not as easy to sh- to to kind of bring be- out. Is Sugar yeah, be no. our age or is he younger? Yeah, no, he's our no, age. He's our age. Child's age. And that's age. and that's I guess that's what I would think would be the dilemma with him because it's hard for you to have a peer telling you how to be better. But what I was speaking of was like older guys. Right. No, would, I get it. I get speak it. to the younger guys. I, I think for us, I'm sorry, but I think for us, for 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 Devin, at least Devin and I, I don't know that we had people that wouldn't yeah, I, yeah. say, hey. You know, I don't want you out here, you yeah. know, other than our family members. Right. But I think we were kind of by default. I don't know. I don't want to say by default, but we were kind of shielded because of who our family members were. Right. They knew not to try to recruit me because I was Remo's little brother. And, you know, that wasn't going to happen. They knew not to mess with Devin because, you know, that was D Steele's little brother. You know what I'm saying? So we had we had that type of relationship that shielded us from the streets not to say See, that if we wanted to step out we couldn't but they knew not to be like hey you know what i'm saying look come come you know what i'm saying come but see come but back. that's what i mean that's what i mean like your older brothers were the big homies you know what i'm saying right. where this is the code your big right. brothers could tell the rest of those guys yeah that's not how the game works i'm right. getting them out of here you see what i'm saying so right. that, that's still the same thing that I'm saying. Like right. for me, it was my pops. My pops was still tied to the streets, kind of not like he was a street dude, but he knew a lot of the guys, uncles and brothers and dads. So it's like, yeah, nah, you just leave him alone. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. my dad will go talk to your peoples, and it's it's you it's it's not something we got to have a conversation about. So. The, the the code was was given somewhere and i feel like we didn't give the code to that next generation because the guys who were in the streets who could have given that code left and never came back whether they couldn't come back they didn't want to come back maybe they were triggered they just didn't do it i think and, you know and i think and i didn't mean to cut you off again but you good? know i think um i guess because I, I joined the conversation late and i don't know what what all you guys have said already but i think for us, or at least for me, it's it's a combination of all of those, three of those things. It's it's I don't want to go back, but I do because right. I have family, and then I have friends that you you know you still want to see. You still right? want to see, with, correct? Right? You right. know you have you still have that nostalgia, right? right? Um, you can't really go back, at least from where from, because the the amount of violence in the you know at any at any point you know because if I go back now, I'm the new guy, right? right. Exactly. That's I've what been I was going to say. I've been here for 30 years, but I'm the new guy. So, you know, anything can pop off. So when I come through, I roll through the block. If I don't see somebody that I know, I don't stop. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and, and then the third point you were saying, I think it was uh, they don't, you know, um, you said they can't go back. They don't want to go back or they. They're just triggered by going back. Triggered by going back. Right. So. There are things that, you know, there are certain smells, certain sights, you know, mm-hmm. some people that I'm seeing, like, you know, that are like five, six, seven years younger than me. And I'm like, yo, why you don't have no teeth? Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, I should not, you know what I'm saying? I shouldn't be here. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, it it, it, it is it is a triggering experience. Um, But you do want to go back and hope that the people that you left behind, you know, 
come forward with you, right? Even but in see, this late, but you I know think, that you can't take everybody with you, you know? But I think, Momo, what you're talking about are people who you grew up with, who you want to see out of that life, right? I'm talking about you're the new guy because you weren't in that life so heavy that a name was made for yourself in within this younger, like just how your big brother had a right. name. He had a name, right. right? You got a name with some people, but like he had a name to, to shut down you being drugged into something so negative. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, I, I, our, our, you know, our, our, uh, not mentors, but our idols, you know, are, you know, have this longer reach than we do, right? We don't, right. you know, we, it, these are the, the Kodak Blacks in the, in the Slim Thugs. And, but see, he did, know, he, but to me, your brother did, to me, your brother did his job. To me, Dev's brother did his job. They got mm -hmm. you far enough detached from the life that you yeah. knew what it was, but you weren't in it enough so yeah. that you could be the name to have mm -hmm. to tell the next generation of kids, don't mess with this one because yeah. Dev said so, because Moo Moo said so. They it just, you know what I'm saying? So to me, y'all yeah. big brothers did did their jobs perfectly. You know what I'm saying? It, it might not be perfect to us as we've seen it, but yeah. when we look at our lot, when we look at our lives now. You know what I'm saying? Like, think about it, right? Yeah. You're in Texas with all your teeth. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Making yeah. a very wonderful life for yourself, doing all of the things away from that life that you could possibly ever imagine. Dev, same thing for you. You're in Atlanta with all your teeth and soon to be endorsement deals by every major <laughs> putting, um here we go, boy. Uh, upcoming clothing, <laughs> clothing urban clothing manufacturer as you wear as you wear your distorted hat. People's hat. Yeah. yeah, which is distorted people's hat. You know what I'm saying? You have that, you have that going people. for you because of what you were prevented from doing. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So I feel like they did their job. So I, you two wouldn't be the ones that would go back. It's the ones that you want to bring out with you are the ones who did not do their job. And tell that younger generation, this is the way the game is played. Now, one or two of them might, but for the most part, they just didn't. This is well, I don't know. See, so I don't. I'll, I'll stop you right there and just kind of push back and say, I don't. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? They they may have, and it may have been a thing of they didn't want to listen because maybe the younger generation looking at the older person trying to tell them what to do or what not to do. That wasn't really, they wasn't really leading by example, per se. Maybe, the, maybe they're not the ones, you know what I'm saying? The ones, like, I feel like the examples were set for us by, it was telling us what not to do versus mm -hmm. what to do. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mm -hmm. can't tell you what not to do if I'm, you know, away and detached from that life. Right. But if I'm a part of that life, and you know I'm a part of that life, if you know I'm out here, trapping and i'm in the bando every day i can tell you why not to be in the bando and you have to respect it because i have made enough of a name for myself in this here bando that everybody got to respect it mm -hmm. but if i've been living yeah, in the hood but i ain't never spent a day in the bando all my life walk past it every day but that's about it those these younger kids don't listen to what they can't respect and they can't respect what they don't see actively doing what they're pursuing mm. you know what i'm saying I, I, we just we just it's just we we are they don't make people like they used to anymore 
I think that's what it is. We just don't make people the way because, and I'm not saying T.I. is a great role model, but look at T.I. and look at T.I.'s son now, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, T.I. still a knucklehead for the most, I, mean, I ain't going to say for the most part, but he's, you know, he backslides every now and again. You right. know, he gets caught up in some stupidness, but look at his son. And then what do he say? He said, you know, my son's just going to have to learn. I done told him yeah. everything I could tell him. Tell you know, I done put, I done put hands on him. You know, his right. grandmama didn't talk to him. His mama didn't talk to him. Yeah. What can I do? He's just going to have to learn the hard way. Right. You know, some people just don't want to, you know, what, what did lyrics say? Right? Jada Pinkett. What did lyrics say in Jason's lyric? Some You can't save a brother that don't want to be saved. Mm-hmm. But see, now, but and I'll, I'll say this before we, before we, before we wrap it up. In regards to Kane, I feel like he has a different level of pressure on him than I can really understand. Okay. Your, your father, your father is Atlanta trap royalty. Do you really, I know I get father. it. But what I'm saying is your father's Atlanta trap. Hold on. Your father's Atlanta trap royalty. You and don't father sat down for some years too. You don't right, but you don't want to <laughs> live, you don't want to live the life because it seems his older brother and even his sisters are living somewhat of a straight laced life. And they're they're reaping the benefits of that. He's the middle kid. He's not, he's not major. <laughs> but what else I'm saying? He's not major. He's not the money. He's not the girls. Right? The money rapping. Major's just a young kid. King's in the middle. He's literally a middle kid. Like, but you he, have to, you but you have to want to do better for yourself. I you agree. Can't, you can't oh, I agree. Like, oh, well, my dad. Like, no. No, because I they're celebrities, and I don't follow celebrities, so that's probably this is probably not the best example, but they're celebrities, and I'm like. What you got a daughter that's what 30 years old? Like, I didn't even know you had kids, you know what I'm saying? Right. So, to that point, you know, it doesn't matter who your parents are. I mean, it, it, it does play, it does play a, a, a you know, that play, it plays a, a, a role, but yeah. you, I mean, I can't say that, you know, because my parent is this person, I have this pressure. You did that to yourself, you put that pressure on yourself. I can't, I can't disagree I with that. I cannot, yeah. I, but as a young person, he's 18 years old, right? 18 and He's able to carry guns while out on social media at a much younger age, cussing people out and acting a monkey. I mean, a, 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 plum, a plum monkey because he has access to it and he's not, he goes unchecked. He goes unchecked. T.I.'s response is, I done told him he going to have to learn the hard way. T.I. knows it because he said, he said, I was that energy. So I know what that is. Right. T.I. also knows I can't say nothing to that boy. There's nothing I can say. What I'm going to do at 18 years old? What I'm going to do? There's That's nothing. I can do. We, we, just, we just don't make people the way we used to. Well, <laughs> this is, but, this is, but this is my thought. My thought is if T.I. put hands on that boy, if T.I. did anything crazy out the way to try to save what we would call saving his life, it's a whole other media circus. And now he's alienated that child even further and possibly pushed him deeper into some foolishness. Yeah. I would I would argue that as the middle kid, of the Atlanta Trap King <laughs> P.I. I can't imagine the pressure he faces to have to try to make a name for himself in some way. You're not the baby. You can't rap like your older brother. You get punked and bullied since you was a little kid in school. What do you do? Like, you got to fight back somehow. And he just jumped into that lane ever since the video surfaced of him getting jumped in the bathroom and getting lumped up. 
It's like he jumped into that <clears throat> lane and never left it. Like, yeah, all right, cool. I'm going to hold my own. And 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 I'm a, I'm a, I'm a FaceTime little Boosie son, and we're going to talk about shooting each other with BB guns or paintball guns or whatever we're doing. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. That's he 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 found attention in a lane that his father made popular, but social media gives him a platform to exist in, and he doesn't have any need to do it. Like you have zero need. Yeah. What, what would Ti say to him? Like you ain't so, grow up. So that. so so. What's your point? I don't know. I don't know that King is. A victim of bad or or not the not the the people that were made because I would argue that TI is one of the people that was made like what we talking about, Mumu. It's just a matter of that kid is in a position where he almost is like a, a perfect storm of foolishness. <laughs> you know that can't I, I, be that can't be controlled. Like who how and who and what? I'm not I'm not gonna speak to the um complexities of what he may be going through, you know what I'm saying, growing up. And uh, you know, I don't wanna just be like, yeah, you know, his life wasn't hard because you know he had this money and all of the other stuff. And I don't know. You got Ben coming it. up with them, don't you? No, I don't. Yeah, uh -uh. No, hey, I don't. look, look, that'll sneak in some leaky stuff. Like, yeah, man, you know, I'm working on no, a whole no, no, I'm no, working no, on no. a whole multi-billion dollar mall with them, man. No, 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 I don't. I, we'll I find don't. out like 10 years from now. No, yeah. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't do that. Um, oh, we'll find out five years, maybe two. See, but, no, no. <laughs> I knew it. I no, knew but it. no, no. In all seriousness, no. I, no, I just want to be very careful to to do that. You know what I'm saying? Because you yeah. know, you really don't know what the dynamic of that household is, right? It, it could be, you know, he he could just really just be doing all of these things because of trauma of him getting jumped and them expecting him to be more and him feeling like he needs to live up to right. what that is. Not his parents, but people on the outside. Right. That's right? what I'm saying. And then just him with that attention. But the thing that Mumu said, which I agree with, you're going to have to deal with the, whatever attention, whatever energy you give off, you're going to have to deal with what comes back from that. So I agree. You know, I wish him, I, I pray for the young man, but you know, if you keep going down that road and you're going to get what you're going to get. It's going to be what it's going to be. I agree. I agree. I don't I don't disagree. I think you're 100% correct. And that's what I'm saying. I feel like he's in a position that I cannot fathom to be in. Mm -hmm. You have to, like, the, the people expect you to respond in a certain kind of way, right? Damani carved his lane. Major has yet to carve a lane. His sisters have carved their lane. Mm -hmm. Who you? And and it if there's a video of the money getting jumped in the bathroom, I'm not well, saying he didn't. I'm not saying he didn't. Under, he didn't. Under, he didn't deal with the same type of bullying that King might have dealt with. But I'm saying like if that video existed and it never seen the light of day, we might have seen a different demonic. Mm -hmm. Maybe when Major gets old enough, if something like that surfaces of him, maybe we'll see the same thing out of him. But that pressure. I remember when that video posted and I remember like the cyber bullying that kid had to endure, but they talked about how he got beat up and they talked about this and you T.I. son, how you going to let this happen? Yada, 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 yada. He had to get on social media and either posture, stick his chest out and act like I'm the man. Cause I don't want to make my daddy look bad and y'all ain't finna punk me. At least that's how I saw it. Or 
if if yes. that's the case, maybe that's just him. If that's the case, well, then you know that that that's a deeper conversation, and that's the responsibilities of yep. the parents to to basically be like, yo, you don't need to portray whatever it is you feel like you need to portray for others, right? Well, like yeah. you said, like you said, maybe but, they did. And and but I was but I was going to say, and it may seem like I'm waffling, but I, I'm really not because I, I I experienced this like. People are who they are. Kids are who they are, and and they're gonna do what they want to do. Case in point, you know, we tell our son all the time. You know, you don't need to get caught up in what people say, or you don't need to get caught up in appearance. You know, what I'm saying like you don't mm-hmm. want to, you don't want that to dictate how you move because once somebody says something bad about you or say something negative about how you look, you're gonna feel a certain type of way. Now we can instill this in them all day all the time but the fact of the matter is is that that young man is really big on appearance still because that's just who he is mm-hmm. right so you know it goes back to you know what ti said i done did everything i done said everything he just gonna have to learn right i agree i agree so yeah. With that being said, man, we're gonna wrap it up. Yep. Before I put my gloves do, on. I saw I know. I was like, what is this OJ? Yeah, I was trying to figure out what's going on. I'm like, you about to work out? Kind of COVID nah, these, these is my um these Are you exfoli- my... you exfoliating your hands? No, they're just gloves. <laughs> oh. They was on my desk. I, they was on my desk as we was recording. I picked them up, I put them on. Oh, okay. All right. No reason. Just, just something weird that Walt would do. Exactly. Yeah. All right, exactly. got you. Um, I want to thank um brother Mumu for coming on. I got balls too. See, oh. cool. that's what's up. I want to cool. thank I want to thank Mumu for coming on. That water was real cold, and, 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 and contributing oh. to the to the topic. A very good discussion, man. <laughs> we appreciate you. Hey, man. Um, where can people find find you, man? Tell them about your business. What you got going on? Uh oh, so great. So um, so I have a a, a transport business called mm-hmm. ITI Transports. ITI stands for I'll Take It. Um, You'll take it to the bando? <laughs> oh, the, the no, I'm not going to the bando. But, uh, you know, um, you know, uh, if it fits on my truck and it's not too heavy, then I'll take it, right? That's what that's where that concept came from. So ITI Transports. Um, I mean, stuff from the bando will fit on your truck. Possibly. Oh, my God. Possibly. Well, okay. but, I do, but I do have a dispatcher. I go to... I will go to all 48 states, um, but I currently travel through the Midwest and uh, and East Coast. Good, um, good. And yeah, that's it. How can he yeah. find you? Website, IG. Um, so <laughs> I do have a website. Okay. Uh, I'm still working on building that, um, but I do have a website. Um, it's a Wix website, um, and I you know I'm not on IG. Um, again, I have a dispatcher that finds all the loads for me, so. Okay. But if you did want to uh, have me move something, you could call me What's uh, directly at 803-979-4865. Say that one more time. 803-979-4865. And I will move your stuff um, if I can get it in my schedule. Good. Word Thank up. Thank you. ITI Transport, we'll be making sure, we'll make sure to promote that so that uh, we can get you some business. Are you still doing the custom woodworking? Um, 
some. Um, I'm, I'm kind of <laughs> limited. I'm kind of limited right now. I did make a, a custom um, a cutting board for a friend of ours um, that pulls out from underneath the cabinet, mm. and it sits over. Uh, they have a they have a trash can that that's underneath the cabinet that they pull out in a kind of a drawer, and the cutting board actually pulls out above the trash can, has a uh, an eight inch cutout, eight by four inch cutout. So once they finish cutting up their vegetables or whatever, any excess that they want to throw away, they just slide through that hole. So um, that was that was the last thing I did. Um, actually, I did some I did some uh, plexiglass um, work as well with my uh, with my laser engraver here um, not a couple of days ago, actually. Um, but if I get this uh, this transportation business, you know, running like I want to, then I I, I would uh, seriously think about revisiting my woodwork because you know that's that's my uh, that's my safe space. Hey man, you did, some, you did some dope work for me, man, for my pops, man. I appreciate it. Yeah. That's good, man. Come on. Crystal, you got anything you want to say before we roll? No. Bye, y'all. Thank you for tuning in. Well, I appreciate the opportunity to finally get on. Hey man. You yes. was always you was always welcome. We could blame Dad for that. Always. Yeah. Yes. I see, I, I took look, I took the shot. You know, I, I didn't say where I was aiming, I, I, but I did take the shot. Don't worry, man. We know. We know where it was going. We know, brother. We know the truth, man. So like, subscribe, <laughs> um, follow us, leave comments. You know, we're always, we're always uh, open to criticism, positive criticism. Negative, too. We can get negative. We'll take, we'll take the negative. We'll take the negative, too. We'll take the good with the bad. But needless to say, thank Just you know, all for staying. I return negative energy with pettiness. Yeah. Thank you all for joining. Thank you all for uh tuning in. We appreciate y'all. We love y'all. And with that Bye, being y'all. said, we out. Peace. <laughs> what was that one? That was the gun. So are your gloves off? Oh. I got yeah. the gloves off. What's this garden hose? Are you still are you still recording? Peace to the boy, Listen, man. Follow, like, subscribe, five things on the wall. We are available on YouTube and IG. Five things off the wall. Five T O T W. Peace.